Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the Best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. All right, Rob, let's get right into it. It sounds like you heard Monty just say that the Washington Commanders are about to be purchased under new ownership. Josh Harris uh, owns the Sixers in the NBA and a hockey team as well. And so, um, Rob G., any, any other details we need to know on this? Magic Johnson's a part of this crew, right? His group, yes, he is, Chris. Group, yeah. I guess the bigger, big picture details would be after years and years of allegations of uh, toxic workplace environment, unlawful financial conduct, Daniel Snyder is being punished by having a 520-plus right. million dollar, excuse me, $5.75 billion windfall coming his way because he's selling the commanders in addition to FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland, the practice facility in Virginia, all of those things to Josh Harris, that group led by he and Magic Johnson. Yeah, that's always one of the uh, – that's just one of the parts of this business, Rob. Remember when Donald Sterling uh, and, and all of the issues that he had 
and the league forced him to sell. This was forcing him to sell. He bought them for, was it, wasn't it $12 million, the Clippers, and sold them for $2.1 billion. So pardon me if I don't shed a tear for owners like this that get kind of pushed out of their league. I get it. They had money. That's how they bought the team. Uh, they got into it because they wanted the fun, the prestige of owning the team. Obviously, they're at games. They're hobnobbing with other owners. Rob, Jerry Jones, he loves the limelight. If he, if he didn't own the Dallas Cowboys, he would just be an anonymous, wealthy million, billionaire. Now, that's good. There's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. But some of these guys want the attention or, or just the thrill. And again, there's definitely nothing wrong with that, but it's a, it's a great thing, a fun thing to own a professional franchise, Rob. You see everybody doing it with fantasy football. Can you imagine doing it with real football? And that's why a lot of these owners do it, and now Dan Snyder's no longer a part of that. Rob, I, the show Billions, I think it was on Showtime, I watched it. It was a good, good show. It's still on. But one of the things they said, one of their billionaire characters was trying to purchase a football team and he was ultimately rejected, and the owner who led the cause against him said this. Now, I get it. It's a, it's a fictional show. But he said, in this country, football ownership is how we knight people. K-N-I-G-H-T. And so that's it. That's, that, Daniel Schneider is no longer in the club but still, not shedding a tear for it. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it is more about that than just the money aspect. It's a prestigious. They got kind of money, thing. right? Yeah, it's a prestigious. It it has, it, it's Donald Sterling. I, I bet you, if you could ask him, would he want his team back? He probably would, even though he yeah. got two billion dollars. He would. I agree because Cause he was wealthy anyway. He was already wealthy. He owns a ton of buildings, Chris, in yep. Los Angeles. Uh, uh, Donald, the, the secret about Donald Sterling is when the NBA wasn't as wealthy as it is and owners didn't have money like they have, he used to be the guy who used to lend them money. And he, he, was, he was like their bank, Chris, back in yep. the day. And that's why you never, see, you never saw owners beat up on him. Ever. Right. He was, absolutely am I right? He was yep. the, nobody ever ripped on the Clippers. You never heard any owners rip on Donald Sterling. He was all right with them. And uh, and then, you know, he made out with the money. But he's persona non grata now in L.A. And so I don't think he wants to live that life. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Now, here's what I would say, Rob, to uh, Josh Harris. I mean, you just spent, and I get it, he has a few other, you know, people with him. But you just spent $6 billion on a football team. That's... To be kind, mediocre. And I'm being kind. Why in the world, Rob, would you not go out and spend $200 million to get one of the best quarterbacks in the league? Go get Lamar Jackson. You've got a top five defense. You've got nice skill position players, Terry McLaurin, the rod receiver, and the others. 
If you put Lamar Jackson, Rob, in Washington, it you make a splash. Just like the new owner in Phoenix, Rob. What'd he do? He went out and got Kevin Durant. Yep. Risky. If they don't win it this year, Rob, they're older. Who knows if they'll be back next year? Right. Chris Paul ain't getting any younger. Yep. But he's making a splash. The people of Phoenix love it. It's a new day there. It can be the same in Washington. And, and I'll say this before you go, Rob. You better do something like that in the NFC East. Philadelphia's strong. Dallas is strong. The Giants had a nice year. You know, they we'll see if they continue that. Right now, you're the bottom feeder. You get Lamar, you Rob, in the NFC. They have a legitimate chance to reach the Super Bowl. Why else are you in it? Go get Lamar. The only issue I would have, and, and I don't disagree with the you know, notion of going out and trying to, you know, better yourself right away, is I don't know if teams work that quickly. You know what I mean? Like ownership and, and do they have to put in place – they don't have any anybody in place like they're football people. They got a clean house, get rid of Daniel Schneider's guys. I'm just talking about the timing, Chris. You not, can keep them for the time being, you not, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just saying that normally you wouldn't want to be looked at as you just just bought the team and then you ran out and bought a Ferrari the next day. You know, or you just got money and and and, and right away you ran out and bought some Ferrari where you want to be like, well, we want to do this, we want to take our time. That would be the only thing. I agree with you. They haven't had a quarterback in a long time. Yeah, when's the last time? Uh, I'd have to think about it. But it's been Joe a- Theismann. Last really, you know. Really? I think in my great. Well, I mean, they well, had McNabb, but he was he – was RG3 won rookie of the year, right? I mean, well, yeah, that one year. No, RG3 I'm just saying, but good. yeah. Uh, uh, Cousins, you know, Cousins was, was okay. Uh, but, I mean, like – a really good one, Theismann, and who before that, Billy Kilmer? <laughs> Don't go that far back. <laughs> Billy Kilmer, wow. <laughs> no, nah, but it's been a while. Um, and I hear you, Rob. I'm, I mean. But I'm, again, remember, the guy in Phoenix acted quickly. Yeah. And but, you they, know, but they didn't make any changes. I mean, football's a little different. I agree, Chris, that you would say, well, we need a quarterback. Let's just go get him, and then we'll figure out the rest around him. You know what I mean? If they wanted to be very, very aggressive. And in that area, remember, Lamar's there. He's in that the D.C. area, you know, Washington, D.C., Baltimore area already. Right. That would give them some juice with the people in that area. Oh, my God, he's going there. I'm not saying that people are going to switch allegiances, but he's already familiar with that area. Some and it's might, a popular. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. a popular guy. So it's not like a, a ridiculous or crazy idea I just wonder about the timing. Yeah, um, even if you try, remember, they could match. The, the Ravens could always match, and maybe they would, especially if he's trying to move right next door or, or that's the team trying to get him. But even if you try, Rob, and don't succeed, it shows your fan base, okay, we're, we're about business. You know what I mean? That, that right there could help you. Just for people to know it's a new day, Things aren't like they used to be. We're going out and we're trying to win a Super Bowl. Um, so I, I think those, you know, things will help. And, Rob, you don't know when the next quarterback that's this good is going to be available. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. That's the I thing, mean, too. you can like, roll the dice in the draft yeah. and all that other stuff, but you don't know. This guy is a proven, you know, yep. winning 75, 74% of whatever the number is. It's right around there, yep, very 74%. high. 74% of his games. Uh, you know what you're going to get and, and what a unique player he is and what he could do to a, a team and getting you in the mix. And you're right. The, the NFC uh, East is no longer the NFC least. Uh, you, and you need to, in order to compete right now, you would be the the worst team, right? You're the worst team. Let me see. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, it, you, you got the, the Cowboys Giants got fall the, off. Yeah. I mean, but, but right now, right. Yeah, they're the worst. And they made the playoffs last year, the Giants. Yep. So they have to be yep. considered ahead of you, at least right now. So you're the worst team. What do you do to try to fix it? Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, already know. each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, 
monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. We've got Antonio Daniels, NBA champion, and New Orleans Pelicans TV analyst joining us in about 30 minutes. And speaking of the Pelicans, Rob, Last night, they went down. Their season ended. They were favored as, you know, the ninth seed against the tenth seed. Uh, they were favored to beat the Oklahoma City Thunder, but they lost 123 to 118. And C.J. McCollum, uh, a veteran leader in the league, you know, a leader in the Players Association, uh, he, he played poorly. Five for 15, one for five from three, only 14 points. And, Rob, he was criticized mercilessly on Twitter. He was trending because they were saying he didn't give Brandon Ingram any help. And it turns out that C.J. McCollum is going to have to have thumb surgery uh, now that the season's over. And this was known by him, you know, months ago. And they also say his labrum is, is messed up, so his shoulder. So he played through some pain yesterday. And afterwards, he talked about it, Rob, and it sounded a lot like he was talking about, and for lack of a better phrase, um, calling out. I won't say taking a shot. I'll say calling out Zion Williamson. Here's CJ. Throughout my career, I've always been the type of player to, to do whatever it takes to help the team. I could have took the easy way out and got surgery and sat and watched, but uh, I'm not that type of person, not that type of player. Even though it affected my performance, sometimes I never made excuses. I just go compete and do the best that I can, and um, I always try to lead by example. Yeah, it's hard and he to said, say what we well need done. to do other than injury because if we played 10 games together with our core, I would say availability is important, man. We got to be available. We got to do what we need to do off the court in terms of preparation, in terms of getting treatment, in terms of getting the right sleep, the right type of hydration, having the right type of diet. I mean, everything has to matter to us for everybody, 1 through 15. Yeah, I mean, Rob, uh, he did it very in a, a classy, matter-of-fact way. And I think he feels like, look, I'm just telling the truth because we, we will look at it as Zion, who only played 29 games this year. Brandon Ingram played 45. So you can easily look at this as, look, he's just saying we got, there's a lot, they, they're injured all the time. Rob, this goes before Zion even got there. Now we're going to get to Zion. But I remember when they had Anthony Davis and they had Drew Holiday and they had Eric Gordon. They had a squad. And they didn't do anything in large part because they always were injured. Somebody was always out. And that has continued. Obviously, Zion is the huge example of that. But uh, I think he may be talking to a lot of people just in general about their culture. But it'd be... Um, it'd be hard to think he's not talking about Zion too, or or to a large degree. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, I understand the frustration, and then you're talking about what happened to you and surgery and all that, and, and I get that part. The one part I'm going to push back on is you could sit there and talk about how you, your threshold of pain and what you went through and what you do and the kind of guy you are, but you don't know what other people are going through. I, I have a problem with with just I, – I, do I think Zion at 22 or 23 years old doesn't want to play? I don't believe that. I don't believe it for one second that a 23-year-old doesn't want to play. I saw Zion get hurt at Duke, bust out of his sneaker, exploded on him, and everybody said, you're going to the league. You're going to be the number one pick. I wouldn't play. Don't play, Zion. You're just stupid if you go out there. You're already the number of the, the first pick. And what did the kid do? He went back out there and played. He did. So I, it's unfortunate. You would want the guy to play. I understand the frustration because he's a talented player. And when he plays, he's a, it's almost unstoppable, Chris. So I don't know what people want Zion to do. I, I, I don't, do I think he's faking it, jaking it, doesn't want to play? I don't believe it. I don't. I don't care what anybody says. What else would he be doing at 20? How old is he, 22 or 23? 22. 22. What does he want to do, sit around and count his money and sit on the sideline? I can't believe it. Well, He's he, got to be hurt. I, here's what, he's not hurt. He said he's not hurt. That's the thing. Like, I hear you loud and clear. When a guy is injured, we talked about this with Kawhi, right? And, and <laughs> the Spurs whether it was Popovich or whoever was behind it, but players were coming out being critical of Kawhi, right? But Kawhi maintained he was hurt. He never wavered from that. Here's the problem, Rob. Zion said, I'm fine physically. He he said it. it. It's not just CJ going off or anybody going off at, what they see. Nobody's saying he looked good to me in practice. I saw him dunking before the game. People could say that. They didn't. I think people are going off of what he said, which is, I'm fine physically. There's nothing I can, I really I can't do. Now, he spoke about being hesitant you know, of various things. One, you know, can he be Zion and, you know, being out there doing his thing? And two, I don't want to go out there and hurt the team because I'm hesitant. I think there's a few ways to handle that, Rob. And one of them is, and we've talked about this with low management. Okay, we get it if you're hesitant. I, I said today on television, when I haven't been in the studio in a few months, like maybe when the pandemic, that was more than a few months, but, you know, we were doing everything remote. When you get back on the set and it's live like that, I'm not, you're not hesitant or anything, but it's an odd, different feeling. I haven't been here. When I, when I used to be on with Skip and Shannon a lot, and I hadn't been on in a long time, and then getting up there, it was just a different feeling that you got to get used to again. 
And we hear players talk about that all the time. Yeah, it took me a while to, you know, get get my feel back and my rhythm back and get the rust off and things like that. That's just natural. Now, if Zion, a lot of people looked at it as, is it a mental illness, you know, mental health issue? But Zion never really said that. He just talked about, you know, the challenges, the hesitancy to not help, not, hurting his teammates, and that's where it brings me to my second point, Rob. And we've, again, you and I have talked about this with load management. If you're hesitant, if you're fine physically, but you're like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to feel like when I get out there. How am I going to be Zion, to use his phrase? Well, you can be in uniform, and, you know, we put you out for a few minutes. You see how you feel. If you don't feel right, then maybe we don't put you in again. But maybe you'll start feeling right. You'll start getting back to being Zion. You'll start getting the, the chemistry back with your teammates over the, you know, the minutes that you're playing. And then maybe if maybe they win that game, he's available, you know, for the next one. And then if they get if they had gotten to the playoffs, maybe he'd be ready to play the whole, you know, series. So I just think Zion by his own words who he never said, I'm just not mentally ready. Ben Simmons was saying, I'm not, you know, mentally ready to get out there. You know, Kyrie has said, I need time off because of January 6th and stuff. I mean, whether you agree with that or not, they're saying I'm not mentally right because of this or that. Zion was just saying, I'm, I'm a little hesitant. I don't, you know, I don't feel like Zion. And so I think that, I agree. I don't think he's faking an injury. My point is, he said he's no longer injured. So I think that's probably what CJ yeah, might if be he, looking if, at. But if he felt like he could play, he would play. I just, I don't know what people want him to do. I like, I play. get it. Yeah, but I <laughs> know. But I mean, but but you can't dictate that. Like the one thing we can't do is climb into people's bodies, and and know. You know how they're feeling, and it's just different. You look at a person; they look great. They look like everything. Wow, he looks great. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I just can't figure out, especially when that kid came back when everybody told him not to play. I just but that remember. was years ago. No, I, but I mean, I, but but there it, were people just said he shouldn't play. He was. Always, I, I'm just saying, and he came back, and he didn't have anything to gain from that, Chris. He didn't. I, I understand, but Rob, he talked when he spoke the other day. He talked about not being able to please people. The world is, you're always going to think I'm wrong. Like, he talked about the weight, feeling like the weight of the world is on his shoulders because of all the criticism on social media, maybe on television, radio, whatever. He didn't have that back at Duke. He's an 18-year-old kid who, for the most part, was just being praised. And to your point, people weren't saying you know, questioning him for, I mean, they, they were saying he shouldn't come back, but that's nothing. It's easy to handle people saying, oh, I shouldn't come back, but I really want to play. That's different than people but I'm not, questioning I'm not talking about, your heart, no. questioning your physical strength, questioning your weight, you need to lose weight, things like that. And I think that's the difference. That was five years ago when most of what he was getting was praise. Now he's getting some criticism. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, but I'm still saying that the kid worked his way back to come back to play. That's all I'm saying. 
Uh, Rob I, G, jump in. He has, he has a yeah, question. Yeah, I got a question. So, Rob, I, I remember exactly what we were talking about with Duke, and then that was a big talking point, actually, even on this show, because we were pushing back on people who were saying that he should shut right, it down. Right, I remember that. Now, however, if you go back to 2022 and 2021, there were reports out of New Orleans, Time Picayune, and as well as, or both of them, Time's Picayune, that said that Zion Williamson has a rocky relationship with GM David Griffin. He doesn't trust the front office. He doesn't like the way they've handled him when he gets injured. Could it be that maybe he's just soured on them? Well, he's already been paid. Yeah, he's got his deal. Yeah, I mean, that, no, what I'm know? saying is the reason why he's not going to push himself to come back the way he did at Duke is because he doesn't really care about this particular situation. I uh, see. I don't. I, why would you sign that? He could have got out of there. Everybody signs the contract. No, but Rob, he could. No, but you could still that, force that your makes way it out. Worse, Rob yeah. G. If yeah. he, I mean, they're paying you. Right. You might not like them, but they're still paying you two hundred. And you can force dollars. your way out. Didn't Anthony Davis just do that down there? Yep. I mean, if he I, really doesn't want to be yeah, there, I don't think that Rob G. He could it. get out of there. Is what I'm saying. Like, just be real with it. I don't want to play here. Okay. Right. And that, and that, and now they have to do something. So then, what and do you look, think the disconnect I, I, is there, Rob? I don't from, know. from that kid in Duke. I don't know. That's what who unnecessarily risked his career. Right. He then didn't, now. I just told you to disconnect. He's being criticized now. He clearly talked about how that bothers him. He talked about how it bothers him. He may not want to go out there and be 80% of the player he could be, not because he can't physically, according to him, but because mentally he's not ready. Does mental, but, but mental is a part of the whole package, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't think we all. Everything is mental. Well, I mean, and, and this is what you said, Rob, about like you can't get in a person's head. Agreed, but you also have to be careful with that because it's a slippery slope. I could have said today, man, I, I just don't feel like doing the show, and I could have called in and been like, I need the time off. Well, Rob, Rob G's done radio for a long time, and trust me, there's plenty of hosts who don't want to do their show and don't call right. in. I'm just saying. And, and, and don't call in? Yeah, I know. Right, they do it. They do it. That's my point. Yeah. It just, no, an athlete's no different. But, but I'm if saying. physically right. you're able, but, but and, mentally, and mentally but you mentally just feel you, like, right. I don't feel like playing right now because I can't be myself. Well, you said physically you're fine. So get out there and play. If you're not, it's one thing if you claiming that I really got a mental issue. I need to see a therapist. I need to, you know, have somebody straighten my may me out. Ben Simmons was claiming that. Fine. But Zion's not claiming that. He said, I don't want to hurt my teammates because, you know, I, I can't be myself, which is vague. I can't be Zion. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. 
and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob, we are going to get into Kevin Durant. We talked about him yesterday when he came out and said basketball in the 80s and 90s was no more physical than it is today, kind of, sort of, because he admitted that they were hacking each other, hitting each other hard in what would be called flagrant fouls today. (laughs) And there was just regular play or fouls back then. But anyway, um, Durant spoke with FoxSports.com. And has some interesting comments about uh, uh, many things. But here's one about people thinking he's sensitive. Rob G, re- read this quote to us. Yeah, sound like he was directing it at our very own Rob Parker. Who, me? You decide. Oh. Here's the quote. I don't see this talked about. I see Damian Lillard. I see LeBron. I see Draymond. I see lots of great players in our league speak up on social media. But they don't get that sensitive rep. I've seen it. It's not just a me thing. There are a lot of players amongst a lot of sports that interact with their people on Twitter, Instagram, socials, and I don't hear the sensitive rep about them. What? Just because I called them the Masot, the most sensitive of all time? He is sensitive because he, he's going back at guys in their grandmother's basement on the Twitter machine. Like, like if I'm Kevin Durant, I, I'm the, really, I'm not bothering with other people. So what? You have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. You know what? Opinions are like B-poles. Everybody has one. So what? He is sensitive. He's always bothered by, by what people are saying. And I think he's, for a guy who's accomplished and has done as much, I could see you being a little sensitive if you, 
if maybe you know you haven't gotten there, or you haven't gotten to your potential, or there's an angst to it. But this dude is what well, he's a made man. He's a made man. Why does responding to people make you sensitive? Cause I just think in his case, with all that he's done, I don't think anything that anybody could say on Twitter could alter your NBA career or your your you know what you've done. I don't. I, that's the part I don't get. Yeah, I, I, and I've said this for a while now, Rob, and, and you, you'll attest to this, I'm sure. I don't think he's sensitive. I, I think if he was sensitive, it would, it would affect his play. It would affect his demeanor. Um, he told me we text, you know, we've text DM whatever. No, you it was. said you didn't text. Yeah, DM. Right. He DM me that. Uh, I asked him, I said, why do you go back at just random people? And he said, I just like doing it. It's fun to me. And I got the time. That's what he t- what he DM'd me. It's a long conversation on DMs, but he was like, I, I just like doing it and I have the time. So what's wrong with it? And and I and you know what, right? It's true. Now, I will say this. What I think. To what is evidence for your viewpoint on him is the burner account, right? That that's weak. If you want to say something, just say it and put your name on it, right? And you're not giving away like team secrets, like a, a, a source, right? An anonymous source. They they telling team secrets, league secrets, trades from other teams, things like that. That's that's different. You just making comments. Like we doing now. That's what I, I would criticize him for that. Cause that's just So so why do you think he's hiding behind that? Why do you think he's hiding behind that? Because he doesn't want he doesn't want people to push back on him. I wouldn't well no, but he's but he's he also does the stuff on his own. Like he, he what he does is he pushes back. That's what he does, right? If you say something about Kevin Durant or write something about Kevin Durant that he doesn't like or doesn't think is fair, he's going to push back. That's 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 what he does. To me, that doesn't make you sensitive. Yes, it does. To me, how you do it? But but that doesn't mean I'm telling you. I still think that he's sensitive from the standpoint of where he is in his career and accomplishments. What's that got so to do what? with it? So what? If a 15, I mean, what's that got so to do what with if it? a 15 year old in, in his grandmother's basement says you're not a great player? So what? What do you have to you answer act to that like guy? He's crying because what do you of have it? to answer to that guy for? That's what I'm talking. That's sensitive. I, well, there's a lot of things that people say that some you can let go. There's things that you can push back on, but not everything to sit well, around. Rob, you don't have anything else to, to do. I don't say that. Of course not. I don't know what his Twitter thing looks like or how many people say stuff, but it's weird to me. I just don't that, see other players doing that or wasting their time. Well, Damian Lillard will will go back at somebody. And he, he mentioned that Draymond Green will go back at people. I, I think Kevin Durant doesn't discriminate. He doesn't say, oh, just because you're not, you have to be like national media. You have to be accredited media for me to go back at you. He like whoever you are. If I feel like it, I'm going to respond. I mean, that's what he does. And like I said, and Rob, you notice like, 
the guys that come to New York, and I'm not saying this as a weakness, but some guys come to play in New York, especially back in the day, Rob, and they, they don't read the back page. They don't read the tabloids because it would mess with them because they might be sensitive. Kevin Durant's the opposite. He's like, oh, I'm reading the back page. I'm reading your whole story, and when you show up in practice, I'm going to ask you why you wrote that. Okay. That's and, not sensitive. Uh, okay. What, 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 and Draymond, Green, and Draymond Green calls you the B word, and you, you hightail it out of town. Well, he might Is not that be sensitive? Tough. He might okay, not be able okay. to fight. I don't that, know. That might be I'm sensitive, too. He, did, he, he allowed Draymond Green to do that. <laughs> That's and, another story. And he, and he put his know. tail between his legs and said, oh, I'm getting out of here. I'm leaving because he called me the B word on the court. Oh, I, I can't do That's sensitive. I don't know. If, I don't care, all, I don't Draymond. Know that that's why he left. He might have let. Who know? We don't know. Okay. I mean, did he want to? Kyrie's one of his best friends. He did he want to win a championship? I'm not sure. If, State? If, if, I don't know. If Draymond didn't say that, that he would have left. I'm not convinced. You know, I'm not either. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I look. We talked about it with uh, the the Timberwolves. You right in that somebody's calling you that, going off on you like that. The B word. Even Draymond said it not thinking about what he said to Durant. Right. You know, and now, but that might be, and I don't want to, I, I actually, I, I don't know. Kevin Durant might be real tough. He might be able to throw down. Who knows? He wouldn't have looked at Tommy Hearns and thought he could throw down. So Kevin Durant might be, I don't know, but or maybe, Rob, maybe he was scared. Or maybe he knows Draymond would take him out. Or maybe he's like, man, we, you know, we on the sidelines, you know, this is my teammate. I'm not about to fight a teammate. Who knows? But I don't think, I really don't. I really don't think he says, I think he's responding. He's a part of the social media generation. And he likes responding to what is said about him. He's basically like, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> and, if you, and if you say something, I'm coming, I'm testing you. At least I'm going to say why I just say it. One thing he said to me in DMs is that he doesn't like when people like psychoanalyzing and act like they know what he's thinking, act like they know what he's saying. Now, we, we can do it all we want, but he don't like that. And so I, I, I really, Rob, like I said, to me, if he was ultra sensitive, he would... I think it might affect his game or he might avoid reading the stuff, you know, which I think some players should do. Remember LeBron, when LeBron after the Dallas series in 2011, he went on for several years. I think he don't, I don't think he does anymore, but for several years, he was like, what do you call it? Zero dark 30 or whatever it was where he just got off social media, didn't watch TV, you know, the sports shows. Because I guess it would get in his head. Kevin Durant, it doesn't get in his head. Yeah, I and did, some uh, people deal with that too, Rob. I think everybody's different, and yeah, and, and I think yeah. I think there is a degree of him that cares about what people think, and some people don't. And I think he is sensitive from the standpoint. You just would wonder. I I don't know. I, I don't know why you would be so bothered by it. To me, it seems like. He's bothered by it. So what? You're right. No one, if, if you're worried about somebody psychoanalyzing you who's never met you, why, why would their opinion matter? 
Like they because don't know their, you. Their opinion is being no, it's told not. It's to, a, to millions. No, of people. it's not. You're talking about when you or I. No, or, but, but, or but you're talking about in our position. You're talking about Joe, Joe Blow in the basement says uh, somebody's t- uh, saying something about you. You're worried about his Twitter account that has 40 people. Well, I that's what I'm if, asking you. Well, that that, that makes again, no sense to me. To you. But to him, he's right. just responding to That's my to a fan. right to me. He, but just you're like acting I'm saying, like, uh, to me, I gotta you, go what from my standpoint. I don't know what his standpoint. From me, well, you're he comes he's off sensitive. as sensitive. That's okay, what it that's comes different. like from he me. He comes off as sensitive. That's it. Then he is sensitive. Those okay. are two different things. I mean, I you don't know him. I think right. he's sensitive. That's the only thing you don't you don't know him like that either, other than what he told you, right? Do you right? Know, right. But that's what all I'm you saying, can go I'm on. I'm going by what I see. And I don't see a sensitive okay, guy. Okay, I see him I as see sensitive. a guy that gives pushback. I see him I as see sensitive. I see a guy that if you he say something about He didn't push back Draymond him, Green, I'll tell you that. That's, that's fine. That would have been physical. It don't mean you're going to push back physically. We're talking about That's words not physical. It could, he, was, he wasn't just sitting there saying, he's saying stuff too. They and got then, in an argument. It takes and, two and, people to argue. And then he took his ball and went home, right? And then well, he, he went just out of, later, out of town. Well, he couldn't that's, leave that that's day. That's just flat out wrong. He couldn't You're leave his day. Wrong. Couldn't leave that if day. He, if he would have took it, no. Because he didn't take his ball and go home. He played the rest of the season. And then on a bad leg, he went out for that same team, including Draymond Green. He's under contract. What do you finals. mean? For, um, for the Draymond, contract. For, he, for he Draymond Green. Play? He was under contract. He didn't play for Draymond. Rob, you, you're, you're being wrong right now. He didn't play for Draymond. You said no, he played no, for but, Draymond. But you, well, you said. But he didn't he play took, for Draymond. He's, he's under contract to play. He was hurt. You're not under contract to play when Did he hurt. play for Draymond or did he play no, for the Warriors? Well, he didn't. But you said he left. You said he took the, his ball and went home as soon on, as he was available. As soon as he was ale- available to bounce, he bounced. That's my point. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.